What's good, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 136, and this week we welcome Wayne, a.k.a. Tapping Kicks to the podcast. If you aren't familiar with him, or you probably are because he has a lot of followers, but he is a content creator who gives you early looks into sneakers, much like Seth, uh, but it's just he's been doing it for a little bit longer, and a lot of his content is interesting as well you know again because like getting first looks at rare stuff is interesting because i'm not a big like collector of like rare kicks but it's really cool to see some of the stuff we talk about you know him posting a pair of the utopia special edition or limited edition travis scott lows and i was like whoa what's that um but If you aren't familiar with him, definitely go give him a follow. And because this is very like the the next episode after Ant, a.k.a. Eric Conway, this is his cousin. So it's very hilarious. You know, I had Ant on and then we talked and then we chopped it up and we're still talking and he's pitching me guests and helping me get guests on. Um, So, you know, we immediately tap and jumped in and. We connected and, you know, I gave him some tips. He hooked me up with tips also because I am not I am not social media savvy. I try my best, but I don't want to make it like a laborer's job for me. So it's just we chopped it up and I learned a lot, not in the episode in terms of like social media, but I learned a lot about him in the episode. But I learned a lot after we spoke, and hopefully you'll see that reflected into the page, into the pages coming soon. Uh, speaking of which, I have updated the YouTube to be more cool. Um, I added thumbnails to every single episode that is up. I also added, you know, some uh, background. I'm gonna try to like incorporate that color scheme and those graphics into anything or as much as possible. Uh, Hopefully you'll see it in this episode, too, if I get around to it. If not, I'm sorry. I sold you a false bill of goods. But in the the coming months, and like I told other people who have, you know, bigged me up on, on this upgrade, I do what I can with the time that I am given. So if if I if I level up, it's definitely going to be at a not as like tomorrow you're going to get crazy graphics on the episodes. You're going to get sound effects and stuff like that. No. You know, if I get around to it, I'll do it because, as you know, you know, we, I don't I don't get paid for this. So I'm using it as more of a learning experience slash just creative outlet. And I appreciate to everybody. I appreciate everybody for listening every week, as I said last week. And I'm going to continue to say that. I mean, 136 episodes. Some of y'all have been here since day one. Some of y'all have just jumped in just for this episode. So. Onto where you can find Tappin. You can find them on all social medias as Tapping, T-A-P-I-N-K-I-C-K-S. That's Tapping Kicks. Uh, follow him and hopefully you'll see a lot more content. Definitely he's he's been he's been doing events. We talk about him doing a, an event. And you know, hopefully we'll we'll do you know more collaborations in the in the future because he's really he's really a great guy. And of course, you know where to find me. I am who is Haas on all social medias. Follow the podcast and my first kicks. Follow the podcast on TikTok and YouTube at my first kicks. 
please, please, please subscribe, like and subscribe every single video you see there, even the shorts. It will go and help me tremendously as I try to expand my little, little empire. And of course, if you have a My First Kick story, hit me up. I would love to read it to a guest, myfirstkickspod at gmail.com or send it to me in the DMs. And if you do send me a DM, please comment on a clip or something. Say that you DM me and that you listen to the podcast. Uh, so I can check because sometimes they just get filtered into like requests or something like that. So if you're trying to get in contact with me, hit me up on the podcast page because you will you will get me. And on to this week's guest, Tap In Kicks or Wayne. Yeah. Hey, Tap and welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? Yo, man, it's 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 awesome because uh, Conway, I had Conway. You're, you're literally the episode before you is Conway uh, Ant uh, that you call him Ant. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to call him Ant yet, but I had Conway on and he was like, yo, you should have my boy tapping on. And I was just like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then, you know, he connected. I guess he, he hit you up because I, I hit you and. You left me already. Now just wait. You didn't leave me already. You didn't see <laughs> yeah, that's my bad, man. You definitely told me ahead of time that you would be hitting me up, um, and I did not see your DM. Um, but it's all good. We're here now. Um, happy to be here, having this conversation with you. No, yeah, man, huge honor. Uh, but for people who aren't in, uh, familiar with you, how about you introduce yourself? Yeah, man, no problem. So my name is Wayne. Um, I run Tapping Kicks on Instagram. Um, Tapping Kicks is a sneaker source. Um, where I post you know, news, information, um, release dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a way for, you know, my followers and my friend, family and my friends, just since they tapped in, you know, into the sneaking community, um, something that I enjoy, um, something I've always been into. Um, as you stated, um, my cousin Conway, as you call him, but I call him Ant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's my inspiration when it comes to shoes. You know, he's always that guy that I've been trying to keep up with. And, um, you know, that's, you know, he's one of the reasons why I started tapping. Um, I've been doing it for a little over four years now. Um, I just started. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even start. I just um, hit over 55,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and things are going well, man. Um, we're, continuing to, we're continuing to grow. Um, and it, and it's, just, it's just fun, man. It's something that I, I'm enjoying to do. And I'm going to keep going, man. You know, the sky's yeah. the limit. I mean... You know, I, I go to your page and I'm like, man, I've seen I haven't seen some of the stuff you you be posting. I'm like, this is crazy. Like the one because I didn't even know this that pair existed of the the Utopia Travis Scott Lowe's. And I was like, yeah. this is wild. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I spent a lot of my time, um, you know, searching, you know, the discovery page and I'm on YouTube and, you know, I go on discords and, I, you know, I look for things that people don't see all the time. Um, and that's one of the ways where how I try to set myself apart. Um, Cause obviously there's a bunch of sneaker blogs, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially you almost recycling the pictures almost. Um, so what I try to do is I try to, you know, find, you know, audio that people might not have heard in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll play like a shoulder lane or I'll play like some OTI mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, catch the, the listener's ear um, as they're scrolling Instagram mm-hmm. um, and they'll stop and they'll, you know, watch the video. And, you know, that's, that's how I try to set myself apart. 
No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's successful. It's a successful page. So I was like, when 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 Ant or Conway put me on, I was just like, I was like, yeah, you can totally jump on. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, but you're here to answer the question that I ask everybody each week. And that question is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Oh, that's easy, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually do have the pairs, if you don't mind me showing them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Pull them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> um, so I'll start with the Cherry 12s. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually unofficially my, my first pair of Jordans. Um, these are the 2009 versions. Mm-hmm. Got these when I was a freshman in high school back in 2009. Um, I'm not sure if you're from that the area or not are you no I'm, with the dmv i'm ahead. not from the area but i mean the only time I, we talked about it on his episode the only time i've been to, to 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 the dmv area was to go to joe's crab shack not joe's crab shack my bad jimmy seafood wow oh, i'm gonna yeah. get i'm gonna get hurt for that one because <laughs> <laughs> but 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 yeah i've been to maryland just for uh jimmy seafood and i mean i don't know if ocean city maryland counts at, at all but i've been there so yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the reason I asked is because mm-hmm. I was going to, you know, explain, you know, where I got them, um, how I acquired them, and everything. But I'll start with why I needed to have them, right? Um, so I attended um, Bishop McNamara High School, mm-hmm. uh, this in Forestville, Maryland, private school, um, Catholic school, um, Almanara. You know, my, my, you know, that that's my that's my, my fan right there. Yeah. Um, but you know, when I was a freshman, you know, after school, well, let me start over. We will wear uniforms, mm-hmm. right? And our and our uniform shoe was a ferry, right? So after school, we would take off. Well, a lot of the upperclassmen um, would take off. You know those ferries, and mm-hmm. you know they'll put on a more com- comfortable shoe, whether it be a New Balance, Adidas, Jordan, Nike, or they will put on you know one of those shoes that are you know kind of sought after. And I saw a senior. I don't remember his name, but he had these particular Cherry Twelve, um, and I just had to have them. I fell in love with them. So <clears throat> I had asked my mom, you know, after school one day, I believe, you know, because after basketball practice mm-hmm. um, to see if we can go get those shoes. Um, so we went down to St. Charles Mall, which is in Waldorf, Maryland. Um, so, you know, maybe, you know, if your, your DMV listeners are listening, they'll know what Waldorf is. Mm-hmm. Um, but down in St. Charles Mall, um, back then in 2009, you know, they had a bunch of shoe stores, whether it be Champs, Foot Locker, DTLR, Finish Line, Foot Action. You know, that's when the, the sneaker stores were actually booming. You know, the Jordans were still sitting on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Not as much now. Um, but, yeah, so we went to Champs um, down in St. Charles. Um, and they and she actually got me and my younger brother a pair. Um, surprised me. Um, you know, normally my mom, she tells me no when it comes to, you know, buying Jordans, things like that. But she actually bought these for me. Um, I still have them to this day. Um, I haven't worn them in a while. Mm-hmm. But as you know, they're coming back out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to, you know, getting a new pair of the 2023 present. Um, so, yeah, this is one of my grills, one of my babies, and I'll always have this shit. Man, I love that. I love that. And for the listeners, <laughs> I'm going to give a little synopsis uh, of the, the Air Jordan 12 Retro Cherries from 2009. It's a retro of a 1997 original colorway worn by Michael Jordan during his fifth NBA championship season. The white leather upper features a gym red texture mudguard. Uh, the white leather upper features a gym red 
textured up mudguard, which ble- which blends into the sole. The heel features the numbers 23 and white against a red backdrop, while the black and red outsole is ribbed in the middle to reveal a zigzag pattern. Yeah, I mean, 12s, I haven't, I don't, I don't have a pair of 12s and... Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the taxis is probably like the ones I would probably want, but yeah, yeah I think it's a cl- classic. Like it's a, it's a shoe that like once it dropped, right. Like, like in 2009, when they were doing those, that like they did the taxis, I think in 2009, am I forgetting? No, no, no. They didn't do taxis in 2009, but I know like in that 2000 era, like yeah. they were dropping 12s and I mean, in high school, that's when I was in high school. So like, Everybody was rocking 12s. So, yeah. Yeah, man. They were hot back then. Now, I remember getting the Cherry 12s, um, the Blue Games, mm-hmm. the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, back then, 12s were definitely hot. Um, and, you know, it's one of my favorite silhouettes. Um, they run a tad big. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to, you can go size down, half size down. Um, they're comfortable. Um, and, yeah, man, you can't go wrong with a pair of 12s. Nah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, I think that it's a it's a sleek shoe that it's. You can tell that it was made for the court, but like it just looks good also in just like some dope jeans. Um, yeah. I mean, two thousands people were swimming in jeans and those, but yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the joints is like seven times big. But but you grew up in in the DMV area your, your whole life. Yeah, yeah, man. From I'm from, I'm from originally from Sheltonham, Maryland, mm-hmm. um, but that's just right outside of Upper Marlboro, Maryland. So I tell people um, who are more familiar with the area, hey, I'm from Upper Marlboro. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, um, born and raised here. Um, I spent you know time in D.C., which is just up the street, you know, at my grandparents' house and you know my mom's side of the family. Um, as I was stated, I you know I went to uh, St. John's, St. John's um, Middle School in mm-hmm. Clinton, Maryland. Then I went to uh, Bishop McNamara. Um, in, in Forestville, Maryland. Um, I started college um, down in South Carolina playing football. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. Played tight end um, at Benedict College, um, but that didn't last long. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the love for the game was, was evident, wasn't was evident. Um, was there, so, was yeah, there that a moment? Happen. Was there a moment that you just like, oh man, it's not for me. you just like... <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I mean, I, I started at McNamara. Um, yeah. So playing at McNamara, I played basketball for the most part of my life. Um, but, you know, my coaches always recruited me to play football because of my size. Um, so I tried football out my senior year um, with, you know, with my athletic ability. I was able to, to you know, you know, turn some heads, if you may. Um, and I was able to acquire an off when I acquire. I was able to get a scholarship um, to Benedict College full ride. Surprised me. Um, you know, it didn't surprise some of my coaches because, you know, they saw the potential. But, you know, I was just playing for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, went down there. Did well my first year. Played. Um, and then I decided to transfer and come to uh, Morgan State out in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, my plan was to try out for the team. Um, but mind you, Benedict College was a D2. Morgan was a D1. Mm-hmm. Totally different atmosphere. Totally different program. Yeah. Um, so I went through the conditioning drills, went through one or two practices. Uh, but when we got that playbook... And I saw how big that playbook was, <laughs> but I, and what I was required to to learn right. you know, as far as um you know all of the plays on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, I was trying out. I was just walking on, so I was also required to know defense. Right. I said, yeah, um, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, playing playing in high school, um, it was fun playing with your buddies. 
um, lifelong friends. But when when you go to college, um, it, it's essentially you're playing for for a job, right? You know, it's a scholarship, but you're playing. You know, these these coaches, this is their salary. Uh, a lot of these other players, they're playing for scholarships. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a different level of play. Um, and I just, I quickly learned this was for me. <laughs> so um, I ultimately gave it up uh, when I went to Morgan um, my sophomore year. Um, and I haven't played, you know, controlled sports since. But, I, you know, I still stay in the gym now. <laughs> of course, of course. You got to hit the gym. The, but like, I mean, so like go back in, in high school. I mean, I feel like high school is like a lot where people, where it's like the pivotal moment where people figure out their style or just, you know, start getting into things, you know? So like you went to a private, private high school as well. Yes. And, yes. and, and then like that, like what was like the freedom of like when you, when everybody else was switching out and stuff like that, when was that moment where you were just like, I, right, I'm a stunt on them or like, or, or, or is this just like, you know, you kind of like try to slink through every year, you know, like cause some people, cause I went to, I went to private school once, for like two two grades and it right. was like a mix there was like a mix of like you know so some people pulling out crazy jays because they have money and then yeah. and then there's some people that just be like you know what i'm gonna just wear the you know some black like you just need black shoes so you just you just try to like slink in the back and just not try to point any attention to your sneakers at all time for like the whole year <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so it was definitely a few dudes um in each grade that you knew was a sneaker guy right um, so we had dress down days, you know, various Fridays. I want to say maybe every other Friday, mm-hmm. um, they allowed us to have a dress down day. Um, and that's normally when you would see, you know, a lot of, you know, your classmates and your friends, they would pull out their Jordans. Um, back then, back in 2009, I'm not sure if you remember, well, 2009 through 2013, phone mm-hmm. pauses were booming. Yeah. Right. Um, so a lot of people pretty much had to choose, you know, you, you either saw people you know, go to the phone side or you had people go to the Jordan side. You really couldn't do both. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that was pretty much uh, what you would see for me when I was young. Surprisingly, I had a few pairs of Jordans as I stated my, my cherry 12s, but I elected to go the phone route. Um, for me, you know, with the price being 200, yeah. you know, I just thought with me having the more expensive shoe, I would be looked at as, as more of the cooler guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to pass on, you know, I remember black cement threes and, you know, cherry 13s, you know, shoes that I would never pass on today. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2009 through 13, I was passing on those shoes left and right behind all of the phone pauses. And ultimately, you know, I decided to get rid of those <laughs> as I got older because they aren't as comfortable. Um, obviously they're not as hot anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, back then it, it was definitely you, you had to choose the J's or the phone pauses. I mean, shoot, it's the same thing for here. Cause I, I mean, try. I was gonna say tri-state, but it's like East Coast. Like, I mean, we're all along the East Coast, and I feel like, you know, that's what's what was taking over and, uh, during that time too, of just like foams and 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 Jordans. It was mostly just that, and then once you started going down to like, you know, lo- lower to like Florida around that area, everybody's just wearing like. Barclays and and mm-hmm. and like up uptowns, well, Air Force Ones. I don't know what y'all call them over there, um, but yeah, Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah, that's a good name. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't because I feel like every 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 area calls them something else, and I feel like right. you know, like I, we call them uptowns um, over here because you have to go right. uptown to go get them. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. What did you guys call Air Force Ones in 
in Maryland. I call I called them Air Force Ones. Uh, <laughs> most of my friends called them Air Force Ones. But when people would call them Uptowns, mm-hmm. I would know what they were talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But for the most part in this area, Air Force One with the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've always heard that like DMV area is big on New Balance. Were, were you ever? Did you ever jump on that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a pair of nine nineties. Um, want to say I also had a pair of nine nine threes. Um, but it was more for you know just for a comfortable look for me. I didn't you know wear it every day. It was more so like you know after I you know would practice or after um, you know basketball games when I would travel and things like that. I would wear my New Balances. Um, I probably wore them casually for the most part. But as I stated, I like wearing my phone pockets, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really big in, 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 with with the New Balances, but I did have pairs. Yes. Did you? What did you ball in? Uh, so we normally had team shoes. Oh, okay. Um, but outside of that, um, I did ball in Kobe's. Um, mm-hmm. I liked low top. I liked lighter shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also balled in LeBron's. Um, I remember back in my, I think my sophomore year, my my shoe of pre- my shoe of preference was the LeBron Seven Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, our our colors were mar- maroon and gold. Um, and, and LeBron Seven Christmas was a black upper with the kind of a maroon um, bottom. Yeah. Um, and there was like orange laces that I would wear and I thought it fit my uniform pretty well. So that was those of my preferred shoes, you know, LeBron sevens and Kobe fours. Mm-hmm. I think that was the number. Yeah. Did you, did you have to get like, what was the earliest or your first job that you were like, all right, cool. I'm gonna buy some kicks with. Oh, funny story, man. Um, <laughs> so as I stated, when I stopped playing ball, mm-hmm. um, remember, you know, I, well, I guess I didn't, go into that detail but you know in high school i didn't have a job okay. right so I, I would always ask my dad to yeah. buy me shoes so if, if i ever you know or had a new pair of shoes shout out to my dad he always made sure i was laced up mm-hmm. um, but when i got to college he pretty much told me i'm not buying you any more shoes mm-hmm. um so after my freshman year at benedict playing football i came to morgan i decided i wasn't playing anymore i remember that conversation with my dad like damn you know i still want to get my shoes so i started working at walmart Okay, <laughs> and my and, and I actually chose a Walmart kind of far away from where I was going to school at Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually in Dundalk, Maryland. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's smart. That's smart because yeah. you don't so want to like I, you don't want to be. I in the never saw any of my yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never saw any of my classmates. I never saw none of my friends. Some people knew where I worked, mm-hmm. um, but that was my way to keep money in my pocket um, to make sure I could still you know buy my J's every other week or so when I, you know, got paid. Um, and, and that was my first job. So did, yeah. did you have to do like, I mean, what was it like? Like, did you, did you do like a camp out for them pairs or like or for that first pair? Or were you lucky to just walk in and cop? Or like, Yeah. So when I was in college, mm-hmm. I camped out for a few pairs, but back then um, we would go to, you know, to like Foot Locker, DTLR, um, and they were doing the raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. So I would, Ask a bunch of my roommates, um, you know, a bunch of friends outside of school. You know, if you have time, can you go to the mall? Can you go to the Foot Locker? Um, and just put your name in the ad for me. Um, you know, I would just wish for the best. Um, and, you know, so the camping nowadays, I remember there was a one specific mall, it was a DTLR. Um, some people may know this, but some DTLRs did raffles, some DTLRs, um, you know, did first come, first serve, depending on the manager. Um, but there was one particular mall where I worked, um, and that particular one, they, they did first come first serve, um, on specific shoes. And I remember, uh, actually they're around here somewhere. 
Uh, I think they're up there. I don't have, but the the Copper Seventeens. Mm-hmm. I remember camping out for those um, for no reason. I, I think I was just <laughs> I, I really I wanted those shoes. I saw you know Michael Jordan wearing them, mm-hmm. um, but they were like two hundred fifty dollars. Crazy. Um, but I, I remember camping out for those specifically. Um, and I think what else did I camp out for? I mean, that, that that copper the Copper Seventeens were hot. I mean, in my opinion. Like they were just too expensive, though. Man. They, I mean, yeah, two fifty is is very wide. Like, like even even with the TPU, whatever it's called, on the back, right? Mm-hmm. Like that being like actual copper, and you being like, yo, that's why it's caught. Like that's why it costs an extra like fifty above. <laughs> right, like, it's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't wear that shoe, but I'll probably keep it. Um, you know, just because it's an OG and it's a, it's a clean shoe, but. It's not my style anymore. So, <laughs> like, well, what was your? Were you like? Before we jump back into the episode, I want to talk to you about Drops and Collect by Soul Savvy. With Drops and Collect, you are able to stay ahead of the game. Using Drops, you can enter raffles and set alerts for any and all restocks. It will help you never miss another release ever again. And after you cop some fresh kicks, use Collect to manage your collection. I'm also still in the process of adding my kicks to collect and it I'm telling you it takes some time. But what's really cool about collect is that you can also make trades with no fees if you're a current member. But don't worry, if you aren't a member, you just have to pay a flat rate of $8. Now, how do you get to these apps? All you have to do is use the link in the description of this podcast or in the link tree for this podcast. Download these apps and grow your collection by helping the podcast. That's right. Just use the links in the description and start expanding your collection today. Did you did your school? That's what I wanted to ask. Like, did your school have a sneaker scene like the in Morgan State, Morgan State, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't know my bad. I was gonna, I was about to be like Morgan University, (laughs) like, yeah, Morgan State. But like, did Morgan State have like a sneaker community, or or was just people just like whatever about it during that time? It it, it was definitely, you know. So back then, you know, people were working. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of well, not everyone, but um, a lot of students had jobs. So as far as you know, the 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 releases that that would come out, Mm -hmm. people always. Would would have the the newer releases. Um, I wasn't a part of any particular sneaker community myself. Um, you know, I kept my my group kind of tight. Um, and you know, my friends. I, I would probably say that I might have influenced them a little bit because of my addiction. Mm-hmm. I'm asking them to, you know, help me get tickets. And you know, if you don't want these shoes, hey, can you get some sneakers for me? It ultimately, you know, became their kind of addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I kept my group kind of tight. I didn't really. Um, had a lot of time to spend on campus, you know, meeting a lot of people um, in, in various sneaker communities. Um, but my friends definitely were, were into shoes because of me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you passed on, you passed on the addiction. Like, here you go. Like, I'm going to give yeah, you a taste yeah. of what it's like. And then, yeah, man. <laughs> and then it's just a good feeling, man. You know, just to have that new Jordan, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of my friends growing up weren't as fortunate um, and, and, you know, seeing that, you know, if you can get a job and, and I'm, I'm showing you ways to acquire these shoes. You know, I can help you with shoes I might not want, or we can have other friends who might not be interested in shoes can help us. Um, and, and, you know, we can grow, you know, as a community with, within ourselves and helping each other out. 
No, nah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. I think that if you build a community around you, you know, that's your little sneaker community, then, you know, everybody, you know, everybody's dope together, you know, like I think yeah. that, yeah, it just gets a little bit tougher when you're trying to like, you know, now it's like everything's all social. So like everything's all all on social. So it gets a little a little muddled out of like trying to be yeah. like, you know, oh, you have good intentions. Like, are you going to help me? Like, you know, there's no, there's barely anybody. And I mean, I only have like a couple of friends that'll be down to do this. But like, you know, us helping people, like assisting people, helping mm-hmm. people with an assist, um, which is so rare nowadays. But like it before it was about that, like, you know, people if you had people online and you made friends online and they miss out on their size, but they're they're ahead of you. And you can be like, yo, man, you know, I'm looking for a 12 or a 13. Can you like if you don't if you're not able to get your size, can you help me out? Like that was so common back then. Yeah. You know? And unfortunately, I think, you know, the resale market has kind of, you know, killed the idea of, you know, having these communities of, of friends and folks who who can you know help each other out, you know, build their collection. Mm-hmm. Um, because unfortunately, there's there's value with pretty much not pretty much everything, but a lot of what's coming out on um, the hype releases, if you may. Mm-hmm. Um, had value, um, and, and and you know people are you know aware of StockX now and Goat, um, and even eBay. You know they see what these shoes are selling for. So if you're into it, if you're interested in a shoe and you ask your friend, they're going to check the market before they agree to help you. Um, so when you build those relationships, um, you know long term, and, and people realize that it's not about the money; it's about that friendship. Um, that's how your collection can truly grow. Um, and, and I think, you know, that's a big part of why I have so many shoes because people like, you know, Anthony, you know, I have a younger brother who helps me out. Um, you know, my good friend, um, Terrell and McCard and, you know, even my wife, um, you know, just having so many individuals, I, I like to call them human bots, if you may, <laughs> <laughs> where they can actually just enter on, on, on sneakers because they know I love shoes so much. Um, and I try to always give back and, and help them as much as I can. Um. And, and and that's one of the reasons why I have so many of what I have, man. Very, very fortunate, you know, very appreciative of it. No, yeah. I mean, looking for the for the listeners, you know, uh, Tappan has like a gajillion sneakers behind him right now and it's making me very jealous. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there any particular shoes that you might want to see? I, I can put them out for you, man. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. We maybe, okay, maybe okay. after, maybe after. But, uh, okay. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, did you amass this collection during college or like was this like a post college thing? Because, like, I've heard people, you know, like I've had, I've had previous guests on, they would talk about, you know, moving it, like, moving out of the dorms and just have piles and piles of sneakers. So like, you know, what, what was that for you? So for me, um, I definitely started, um, like I said, in 2009, um, you know, my, my mom probably created this monster. She probably doesn't realize it. Um, when I got these cherry 12s, mm-hmm. um, and then from there, um, the phone posits, I won't say just my mom, my, my parents for sure. <laughs> my, my phone posits, um, collection began to grow. Um, and then post high school, when I got to college, it kind of slowed down my freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. I played football. Shoes just weren't a priority. Um, but once I started working at Walmart, man, it was pretty much every check. I, I was buying a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing my dad told me when I was young, um, you know, he always worked, um, you know, in the corporate world. He would buy a tie or a shirt mm-hmm. every check. Um, so he has a bunch of ties, a bunch of dress, dress shirts, you know, pretty much one for every day of the year. Mm-hmm. For me, that stuck, but it stuck with shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I can't tell you. Um, I, I'm not going to say every week, but even I, I had that philosophy, and it, it's probably not as healthy <laughs> to, to buy so many pairs. I, I'm there with you, man. Yo, my first job, bro, I was working at GameStop. I was making like six bucks an hour working at right. GameStop. Every check, I was like, yep, this is it. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's probably how I acquired so many. Um, and again, um, you know, having a lot of friends and family who, you know, how we look out for each other. I wouldn't have as many if they weren't entering in these sneaker raffles or helping me out on sneakers because I can't get all these shoes by myself with one account, right? <laughs> you definitely mm-hmm. got to have a little help and assistance, um, especially with the sneaking community growing um, over the past years with COVID and, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's happened. Um, you know, definitely my friends have looked out um, tremendously. So I, I would definitely say since 2009 um, and ongoing, man, I, I have a, a, a grill coming in next week that I can't wait for. <laughs> Maybe we could talk about that offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. We definitely don't have to. The the but yeah, I mean like the the idea of just cuz I mean even thinking about like back when I first started and I started collecting like 2006, 2000 like around 2006 um and yeah, cuz that's when that's when I got my first job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I had to, I had to think back, but, but like my little, little, I was like taking pictures all the time on my little, like four boxes and being like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, this is crazy. Like <laughs> this is the, the idea of just like, you know, sharing the growth of your collection over time. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where you, if you were a part of like doing that and, and put, posting on like photo bucket and posting online and being like, yo, I got another pair in like that. That I was, think- that was dope back then yeah i don't i don't remember photo bucket <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm dating um, myself <laughs> <laughs> um but i do remember you know when i would get new pairs i would definitely take pictures with them and i would make them you know my profile picture mm-hmm. uh, i remember um having um uh, i think you know my, one of my first instagram photos um was was pictures with my shoes and mm-hmm. you know my profile photo i would have you know shoes kind of like by my head, you know, like talking to him and things like that. You know, the goofy old, you know, photos that, you know, I probably wouldn't take today. Um, but yeah, man, um, you know, buying shoes and, and, and showing them off was definitely something we were doing younger, not even realizing what, what was going to happen as we progress and, and, and grow, man. It's crazy. No, nah, yeah. The the way that it took off after once Instagram started and Twitter started as well, just I've had a couple people on here that were like early sneak, early sneaker Twitter and early. I'm I'm early sneaker Instagram, but I never really like jumped on it hard. Well, you know, like I, you've seen the picture where like people have a pair of lobsters and they got the the lobster on a plate and then they they mm-hmm. put the lobsters around the plate and you're like, man, what's going? And then there were people jumping in puddles, a freeze framing the puddles, and it's like, yo, yeah. you know, on the on DSDs today. I'm like, man. I would have never like that was ridiculous. I I, I can't <laughs> I can't even, yeah. I couldn't even think about doing that now, man. Like yeah, those are definitely some fun times, man. <laughs> people were so creative with the content, you know. Just seeing those people probably inspired me, you know, to, to start my my page and you know so I can you know show that you know the, the collective uh, uh, you know post that you know people would put together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably would help start tapping for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it, what was the spark? Like, what was that moment where you were like, "All right, I'm gonna start doing this"? Because I know you touched on it in the beginning, you know, to 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 put your your family on, but but like, what was like, what what was the one post you were like, you know, or or I just want to know about like that that spark that just hit you and you be like, you know, I'm gonna do this. 
And what yeah, man. So, about? so in college, um, I was heavy on YouTube, um, watching people like Bull RC, um, Mr. Omar Simpson, mm-hmm. um, Kais Omar. Um, you know, these are some head honchos in the community. Um, Harrison Neville. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so watching them, I initially wanted to do YouTube. Um, but, you know, being in front of the camera just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying to think of some other ways that I could kind of be impactful in the sneaker community. Um, so Instagram, I'm not sure if you follow, you know, these sneakerheads, yep. Sneaker Bar Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, these are individuals who aren't really showing their face, but they're able to still find a way to be involved in the sneaker community. So I said, okay, I can do that. Um, um, the name is it, pretty much, you know, I, I was, I'm tapped into the sneaker community. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, came up with the name, hey, tapped in kicks. Um, you know, growing up, I was always someone my, my friends and family would reach out to, hey, man, is this shoe coming out? You know, where can I go get it? Um, do you know anything about this release? Is this legit? Da, 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 da. So, you know, I was that source for a lot of my friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always tapped in. So that's how the name came, Tap In Kicks. Um, and now, you know, like I said, um, you know, we just crossed over 50,000 followers um, and, 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 you know, things are going well. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, co-host SneakerCon DC wow. um, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool, man. I, you know, I decided to just reach out via DM and, they say, you know, hey, I'd like to come out, capture the event. Um, maybe I can create some content, you know, and, and provide that to you all. And, you know, whatever happens, happen. Um, they reached back out to me and said, yeah, we would love that. Um, and I actually got in contact with the host of the event, mm-hmm. um, a dude named Jabari, mm-hmm. cool guy. Um, they actually put me in a hotel Damn. for the weekend. Um, and I was able to, you know, have free access to the event for two days. Um, I got to, you know, meet a lot of the, you know, head honchos in the community. Like I said, Z mm-hmm. Sneakerheads, cool guy. Um, can't wait to talk to him, talk with him again. You know, just able to network. Um, I was able to, you know, go on stage while they were doing contests and throwing out merch and giving mm-hmm. out free shoes. It was just a great experience, man. Um, you know, that's something that, you know, a thought to, to help with the sneaker community has allowed me to, you know, make so many new friends and, you know, be a part of SneakerCon. Like, that's, that's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's wild. I I recently went to go see Wu Tang live, and they also like SneakerCon had like a little activation there, and right. they were giving away sneakers, and I got pulled up on stage to and got a free pair of sneakers. So wow, yeah, yeah. I think I'm maybe I might have met Jabari, but like I know I met I met the two the two hosts that that hosted, yeah. and you know hopefully I get them on the podcast. But SneakerCon definitely has evolved because like into something i don't know if it's like i don't know if it's if it's i mean not to be like super hypercritical about it but the it's like oh, kind of like overtaken by resale and it's like mm-hmm. how do we how do we bring back because i know it's like the intentions are good right but you also yeah. have to sell tickets so i understand where it's coming from and but it's like you know a convention is definitely more based around like the culture and what it what what it can breathe out into the culture you know Mm -hmm. and i think that there's definitely need to be a more bigger presence in terms of just like not just and not like to knock any other of the like you know social influencers that you know they like got into sneakers because of tiktok you know but you know a lot of that is like 
what, what about the older heads that would be like, you know, they've been in the sneakers, putting writing about sneakers for years, but they don't get no love. And then it's like and, it, and then it's also just like, you know, a lot of these people are just here trying to get like a good deal. But it was like, what, what happened to like having conversations with everybody at like a yeah. convention? You know what I mean? Like you when you go to like a Comic Con or something like nobody's just there to just like I mean, I guess, you know, you try you got to get the exclusive stuff that's only there sometimes. But, you know, you can actually like stop and talk to talk to cosplayers and be like, yo, you oh, I love X-Men. Like, you know, like I think that's yeah, like, yeah. a lot of that is like, you know, missing. And I, I, I wish that that could come back a little bit more to Sneaker Con also. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, SneakerCon is, you know, it's still a, a great event, man. Um, you don't always have to go and buy. You can definitely just go and, and see, you know, a lot of the unreleased shoes. You can see a lot of the shoes that you remember from years back. And like, man, I haven't seen that shoe in years. Um, you can go see a rare shoe that you only see, you know, at these, you know, these high end sneaker stores that you can't really touch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nike Air Mags, Nike e- Easy Twos. Mm-hmm. You know, so going to these events, you can actually see and hold these shoes. Um, you know, something that you know, people might not have ever had the opportunity to do. Um, and as far as buying, man, you know, my, my advice um, is all, if so if there's a two day event, mm-hmm. I would always go the second day. Right. Um, now there's some pros and cons with that. Um, going the second day, some vendors might not be there. All right. And also some of the shoes that might be, might have been available day one mm-hmm. might not be available day two. Um, but if you're going and you're looking for, you know, nothing crazy, um, but a shoe that's probably available, you know, like maybe like white cement threes or mm-hmm. um, I don't know, Panda Dunks, right? You go that second day, um, and a lot of these vendors are from out of town, um, and they don't want to take all this inventory. Back. They don't yeah. want to take all the inventory back. You go the second day, you might save a dollar or two, um, and, and you know, if they hit, if he had that shoe for two hundred on Saturday, he might be willing to sell it for one sixty on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're willing to, if you're willing to buy, I would definitely go day two. Um, if you if you have tickets for both events, I would just scope Saturday. Um, if there's something that you just have to have on Saturday, you know, by all means, go get it. But yeah. on Sunday, if you can wait, you know, I would buy or I would I would look to purchase items on Sunday. That's 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 my in my opinion. That's the way to do it. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, but listen, if you if you have Grail money, you coming out the gate. You like no? I'm going there to buy my grails, and you have like 2k in your pocket. You might as yeah. well just buy the damn grail on Saturday. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you you never know that shoe might not be there, man. Yeah, exactly. So, that I mean yeah. the but yeah, I mean you know sneaker con. Then you have Got Souls that are out there, and you know everybody. Got is on the come up, man. Yeah, everybody, everybody is definitely like you know those two are like the main the main big ones that are traveling around and stuff like that. I feel like. Like sneaker con is cool because they actually have like brands that pull up. You know, that's yeah. what I think is cool. I think God Soul is like ridiculously just like mad resellers on that one. <laughs> that's like yeah, yeah. it's entirely resellers on that one. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I haven't had yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to go to God Soul just yet. Mm-hmm. But they're they're more so in LA and in New York. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They're like I, the yeah, bigger they... the bigger ones. Yeah, there's one this weekend. I'm I'm not going. I'm not in going. LA, right? No, in New York. Oh, the New York, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to go to Gasol yet because I don't think they've been to D.C. So. I feel, have they? I think maybe. Maybe I a while know. ago. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, the... I mean, look, it's dope that you're able to to jump on stage and do, you know, put, like, I mean, people definitely want to put a, a face to a name, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's dope. Like, you know, your content is very, like, super ahead of the curve in terms of just like you know 
being the first of like you know seeing unreleased stuff and stuff like that so it when it's like it, it's kind of like seeing you know like a how do i explain it it's like it's like when you go to like the man when you go to like a flight club and like mm-hmm. you see them you see the manager and he talks to you that's how it feels <laughs> like when you like you're yeah. like you're like you're like you're like, yo, man, that's dope, man. I, yo, you get to touch all these crazy kicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's all about who you know, man. Building relationships are so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, just I have Jabari's, you know, personal contact. You know, I can hit him up and, you know, we can chat about shoes. We can talk about how I was a sneaker con this mm-hmm. past weekend. Um, so yeah, man, definitely uh, having connections is very important. Um, you know, they can help you get that shoe that you might be looking for for a reasonable price. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 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 wild that I mean, sneakers sneakers has come such a like a long way. And, it, and it's it's interesting how like how mainstream it is now. Like, you know, uh, it, it this was such an, a little like I used to was I was called a nerd at one point for liking sneakers. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a source. It's a source of income. Um, I, I think that's the main thing now. Um, you know, there's there's money to be made um, on, on a lot of different shoes, and um, once people call into that, it was over with. <laughs> so I, I will say, um, the the fire, you know, to to acquire some shoes isn't the same anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, back then, because I remember like when Yeezys, or, well, not the Nike Yeezys, but the Adidas Yeezys, when they first came out, the 750s. 750s, yeah. Oh my gosh, man. When those came out, getting having those in your possession, it just felt like you were on top of the world, right? Um, and same thing with like 350s when they first dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember when I first got my first 350s, man, I had took them out of the box on my way home. And, you know, I had, um, you know, when I was driving home, I put them in the passenger seat and put the seatbelt on them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it was one of those types of moments, man. Um, just, just overly ecstatic to have that pair. But mm-hmm. nowadays, it's just like, okay, well, just put them in the cases. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Not the same fire. Um, but it's still fun. You know, I, I, I'll still, I, I still do it. You know, here and there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're still putting it in the passenger seat. Like here and there, it depends. Like sneaker con, I, I did pick up a girl there, and uh-huh. I, I did put those in the passenger sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the it's like nothing, nothing beats that like moment where you get a pair. You just like, yo, I've been looking for this damn shoe for years, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of that definitely goes missing nowadays because there's so much that just keeps releasing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It's like, oh, if you don't get this one, it's don't worry about it. Next week, they're going to, you know, you're going to see something else that you want. So it's like, they, yeah. it's like you're always going to end up not having money. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I see all these kids on like, you know, TikTok and, and Instagram and they're they're just like, yeah, you know, dooms are my grails. And, you know, they'll spend 2K on a pair of dooms. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like you could have bought like seven pairs of sneakers. You don't even yeah. know who MF Doom is. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. I mean, like, listen, I, I'll tell you, everybody back in the day, everybody loved the 11s. I mean, look, you showed them just now recently. And, yeah, you know, man. we talked, we talked about, we talked about it before, before we talked <laughs> about, you know, everybody has a pair of grails that just, just like, you know, some other people, some people don't like them. Like, I'm not a big fan of 11s, you know, uh, but it's it's more based on a story and the feel of the shoe than just me and like hating to hate. Because, you know, you'll, you'll see people make content and they'll just be like, yeah, you're not a real sneakerhead. I, I don't like your shoes that you like. And 
get that shit out of here. But yeah, yeah. you know, like I mean, you know, what what is your love with the what is your 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 fascination with the Elevens? Oh man, so for me, um, the Concord Eleven, um, this is probably a top five shoe in my collection. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say these came out in 2011. Um, these are the low cuts, not the uh, the 40, not not with the 45 on the back. These mm-hmm. these have the 23. Um, yeah, man, this shoe in particular, um, I got it for Christmas back in 2011. Mm-hmm. Quick story: uh, my godmother, um, Count Conway's mom. Um, she would always ask me every year when I was younger, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Um, of course, I'm going to say, hey, I want the new, new Jays coming out, the new 11s coming out. Um, so I had hit up my cousin Terrence. Um, and this is back when Jordans were coming out at midnight, mm-hmm. right? And of course, my parents weren't going to let me stay out at midnight. Um, my best chance was to get them online at midnight. But I wasn't the best at, at you know securing the shoe. Um, putting them in my card and checking out. I just, I wasn't the best at that. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't even think I had a credit card or debit card back then. Um, so acquiring a shoe, I would definitely have to wait until after they drop, um, go to the store, mm-hmm. um, or or I would have to ask somebody to help me. So in this particular instance, I asked my cousin Terrence to help me out. So my mom dropped me off at his house around like 10, 1030 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the, I think 200 or so Back then, had the two hundred dollars cash. We went to the bank. Um, he put the money in his account, um, and we just waited. Right, we went back to his friend's house. We had pizza. We were playing games back then. We were playing like Grand Theft Auto. You know, just letting the time go by. Right. Um, and around like you know eleven thirty, we're all you know huddled around the kitchen table with our laptops out. Well, he and his friends were huddled around the table with their laptops out. <laughs> um, and he actually secured his ten and a half. And my 13, um, it was crazy. Wow. Um, it was a rainy night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we were a little nervous that the power might go out. Um, and actually, some of his friends didn't actually get lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me asking him, I asked him maybe a month in advance, like, yo, I, I want, I need your help getting my pair. <laughs> you know, make sure when the time comes, you know, we make that, you know, a possibility. Um, so, yeah, man, that, that's my story with these. Um, I'm never going to wear them. I, I want these to yellow at the bottom. You know, I like that yellow age look with the, you know, the OG Concords. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this shoe will always, you know, be special to me um, because of how I acquired them. You know, all of it, you know, all of what it took to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, you know, this, this, that's my fascination with the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that that's a way better than my story of my first 11s. And I mean, I've told it on here a bunch, but like, you know, that. That's really dope. I think that, you know, it's you made it a family affair and I love that. Like I never had I never got a chance to do that because I didn't have I didn't have family that was into into sneakers. So so like being huddled around a, a bunch of laptops and, and being like, yo, we're gonna get these, we're gonna get these tonight. And yeah, man. Yeah. That I mean, I'll t- I'll tell I'll give you a quick story about why I don't like the elevens. Um one, they're too heavy for me. All right. <laughs> okay. So all right. All right. Uh, Columbia 11s come out uh, for the All-Star, I think. I don't know when it was, 2013 or something like that. Uh, the white, that's the white with the, the icy blue bottoms, right? And yeah, so yeah. They, get, they drop. I go to, go, to, go to Foot Locker on 42nd Street, Times Square. And I'm like, you know what? Let me put in a ticket for these. These are going to be my first 11s if I get them, whatever. Get the, get the, the message. Yo, you won. Come down at 11 a.m. to pick up your pair, right? 
pull up, there's a I see that there's a barricade and there's like 50 people in it. And I'm like, <laughs> what? The 50 becomes like oh, close to like 600 people at one point. Wow. Apparently, or it looked like that to me, right? And I'm there at 11. I jump into this barricade. I'm in there. I like squeeze my way up to like the front or whatever. And they're like, and then I'm seeing it. And I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, they're probably going to let us in in like 30 minutes and we'll get our sneakers. Bro, I was there for seven hours. I thought you had a ticket. They had the ticket and they just weren't letting anybody in. And then. Wow. And then by the time I finally got my sneakers, I was like, I don't like Jordan 11. <laughs> <laughs> so they became my oh, beaters man. immediately after that. I was like, I'm wearing this wherever. I still have them. They're, they're my, yeah. my, my snowshoes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You're, 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 the time when you you know came up with your 11s, it wasn't the best. But uh, those Legend Blues or, or Columbia's, those were plain, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wore, I wore them. I was like, yeah, they're nice, you know. But I was like, man, they, they, they gave me the pinky toe problems. And I was just oh. like, no. And then I was just like, man, this shoe is like cursed. And I was just like, whatever. I finally broke them in. I think like three years ago, they were like, all right, cool. So then I, I just wore them whenever. And then I wore them and they started snowing one day and I wore them in the snow. And I was just like, all right, these are my snowshoes. Because they like lasted. Yeah. I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm good to go. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So. I also asked another question. We're about to round down to the end of the podcast. And I asked another question. And this one deals with visualization, right? So I want you to think about, you know, you when you were younger, you're about to get the the cherry 12s, right? Mm -hmm. You got got them in your hand as a young kid. You're about to open that box. But you're now, you're you. There's a time machine that took you all the way back. You're standing behind yourself. What would you tell your younger self? as they open that box. Cherish that shoe. Um, Enjoy that shoe. Um, Don't make that shoe a habit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just appreciate um, what you have in front of you in the moment. You know, I think that shoe definitely created, as I said, a monster. (laughs) I don't regret it. Um, but who knows, you know, if, if that shoe wasn't acquired, what, what, what would I have done or what would I you know, be into now? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I, I would definitely tell myself to cherish that shoe, love that shoe. Um, and, and just enjoy that moment. Yeah. Man. Perfectly said. Shout out to, to young, young tapping, uh, and for everybody out there. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for jumping on. I almost forgot yeah. to say thank you for jumping on. And for everybody out there, you know what we say each week? Wear your kicks. Peace. Well, Tappen won't wear his 11s, but you know, wear the other ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Peace. Yeah. All right, see you, baby. <laughs>